1: Go listen to the Lucha Yovers podcast right here in the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network.
0: Nos vemos por ahí. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited-edition ultra-low-net-carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Welcome to Jumping Bomb Audio. Welcome back to Jumping Bomb Audio, the number one show all about the world of Joshi Pro Wrestling. My name is Taylor, and I am joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host, Kelly. Kelly, it's an exciting day today, because today is the 69th episode of Jumping Bomb Audio.
1: Nice! Yeah, set you up for that one. Yep, I was, if you didn't, I was going to ask you what episode number this was. <laughs> Wow, we
0: really are syncing up here yep. after hosting this podcast for so long. <laughs> uh, but yes, we are here. Before we start, we got a lot to talk about on this episode. We got to get the plugs in. The first plug, of course, follow us on Twitter at Audio. We have not left Twitter yet. No one has tried to impersonate us yet. Uh, you can follow us at Audio. follow Kelly at comic geek Kelly, and follow me at TayMainbow. Subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. And if that app of choice happens to be Apple Podcasts, we'd really love a five-star rating and review. It would really help us out. And if you're feeling extra generous, you can donate to the show at redcircle.com shows slash jumping dash bomb dash audio. So we got a lot to talk about today. We're going to do a review of the latest stardom show in Hiroshima From November 3rd, we're going to talk a little bit about the Tag League. And then we got a lot of previews coming up. Some big stardom shows, big Tokyo Joshi shows, even a big Sendai Girls show coming up in the next two weeks. So let's dive right into it. Talking stardom from November 3rd, the Hiroshima Goddess Festival from the Hiroshima Sun Plaza in front of 1,045 fans. Kelly. What did you think about this show overall?
1: A real forgettable show.
0: Great. (laughs) Uh, I thought, I was actually reminded, I think we did a show about a year ago, they had a big November show, and I feel like I sort of felt the same way I felt about that show that I did about this show which is it felt sort of like ah oh, we've got our monthly big show what should we put on this uh we'll put some of these things but we have bigger things coming up in the future and so it felt sort of like an inessential show to me
1: yeah it it felt like it could have this card could have easily been just like a bigger core can show
0: yeah they don't really put the title matches on corkens anymore yeah uh but yeah it does it really there was no outcomes in this that shocked me
1: no like Uh, the top three matches there was no doubt who was winning sorry top four because i guess the swa in there too yeah
0: yes which we will talk about in a second but we will dive right into the show the first match was a pre-show match five-way match azumi defeating lady c Miyu Amasaki, Saya Iida, and Wakasukiyama in five minutes and 43 seconds. Kelly, I watched the pay-per-view, so I did not see this match. Did you see this match?
1: Didn't see it. I bet Waka took the pin.
0: Great. So the first official match of the show was a tag team match. The FWC team of Hasuki and Koguma defeating the Uedotai team of Ruaka and Saki Kashima in six minutes. And 49 seconds I have one note for this match and that note is no thoughts
1: (laughs) yeah I thought it was like a fun enough opener it was pretty much close your eyes and imagine what this match is and that's exactly what it was like it's it's it it was it delivered exactly what it said it was going to when you look at the four wrestlers involved so I I just I want two and a half it was fine
0: The next match was a singles match. Himika defeating Yuna Mizumori in 7 minutes and 41 seconds. Kelly, what were your thoughts on this match?
1: Uh, I thought that Himika gave Yuna a lot of offense, so she came out of this looking pretty good even in loss. Though that being said, uh, I think this is the worst that Yuna's ever sounded doing her... entrance song and i felt really bad for her (laughs) because normally she's pretty good but this i don't know her voice was kind of rough
0: i thought that this was a good match it was fairly short quick seven minutes and 41 seconds i thought they didn't really waste any time i thought it was nicely laid out as a good match but it still felt like an undercard match you know sort of an opening match it wasn't the opener yeah um but it felt like an opener you know part of it is that some of my formative wrestling years were spent watching Ring of Honor, (laughs) which the shows were like four and a half hours long and every match was like 18 minutes. Yeah. Uh, So that was sort of what I was used to for many years. And I'm often reminded of that when I watch a match like this, where I'm like, yeah, that was a fun match. That was clearly an undercard match. They didn't have a lot of time. They got in and got out and did it. And I'm very appreciative of that. Uh, You know, of course, could have seen more. Uh, Two wrestlers that I like a lot, but a very good match for where it was on the card and maybe down the road they face off again.
1: Yeah, no, this is definitely one. I think you run it back at some point. The next
0: match. Okay, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Another singles match, Utami defeating the returning Natsuka Tora in 12 minutes and 50 seconds. And Kelly, I will let you go first on this one.
1: Okay, uh, my notes say it was largely inoffensive and Tora has definitely looked worse. Uh, Two and a half stars.
0: Remember last episode when I was talking about the fact that Chanyoda looks like a professional wrestler. Yeah. And there's that thing about, you know, she has room for improvement, but she comes out and she looks like someone who should be wrestling. Yeah. Natsu is the is the polar opposite of that.
1: Oh, 100%.
0: <laughs> Just looks like someone who is not a wrestler to me. And so much of the stuff that she, you know, the makeup the outfit feels to me like someone cosplaying a wrestler and not actually being a wrestler. You know, I wasn't yeah. a huge fan of Torah before she was injured and, but it's been a while since she's been in the ring. And I thought, okay, maybe there will be something that will, she'll come out and I'll go, whoa, you know, She's changed. She's really thought about X, Y, and Z thing when she was out, but it feels like she just came back and she's largely the same person, the same Yeah, wrestler. no,
1: there is no difference.
0: Um, I thought Utami looked really good in this match. I liked the uh, frog splash through the table. That was cool. I thought that was a cool moment, but I wrote in my notes and I thought the match was fine. But. It's also a thing where Tora went out, however long ago that was, I don't remember exactly how long ago. It seems like at a time when stardom was still sort of connecting everything together in terms of in-ring talent, and it feels like the company has gotten a lot better in-ring from a sort of consistency standpoint. And so Tora coming back and sort of being the same wrestler in Ring Worker she was before, it's like, okay, she's on the same level, but that level is now worse. Yeah, than she has not been
1: was. missed in the time she has been gone.
0: It just feels like she comes back to an Oedo tie team that seems um, in a much better place than when she left with some people in the group. I mean, mostly Starlight Kid who feel like legitimate star talent. You know, you have Momo who's sort of a different thing. But it just, to me, feels so much like, oh, you're back again. And we sort of have left you behind. (laughs) Like you're in a group of friends and you go to study abroad. And the group of friends ends up, you know, Getting in some, having some experience, and you come back, and they're totally bonded, and and you're like, "Hey, I'm back again," and they're sort of in a different place than you are. Yeah. In terms of, "Hey, we're on this path, and we're doing this," and you just want to come back and be like, "Hey, it's just like it was before," and it's not really.
1: Yeah, I don't. I I don't know. I it, the the company's moved on. They don't need her anymore. <laughs> And it
0: just feels like one of those things where, you know, she loses this match. She gets pinned. And it just sort of feels like, okay, she came back for her quote-unquote revenge match, which she lost. So, what does she do now? It's not like she came back, oh, I'm here for revenge. I got my revenge and now I'm going to do this. It's like, I came back for my revenge. Oh.
1: Didn't get it. Guess I'm just going back to being one of the geeks again.
0: (laughs) So I said I would go in with an open mind on the preview last episode. I did go in with an open mind and I left feeling the same exact way I felt about her before she got injured. (laughs) And that's it.
1: At least you tried.
0: (laughs) The next match was a six woman tag team match the Donna Del Mundo team of Julia Tekla and my Sakurai going to a 15 minute time limit draw with the God's eye team of Am- Ami Sore and Mirai, along with the returning for one night Konami. Kelly, what'd you think of this match? Uh,
1: I thought this was the first match on the show that really kind of had any juice to it. It was cool seeing Konami back, uh, who knows how long that'll last or when we'll see her again. But it's always good seeing her wrestle, and I thought her interactions with Julia and Tekla in particular were awesome. Uh, I'm I, The draw sucked, but, like, whatever. I'm not going to get mad about it. It was fine. It was a cool match. Uh, one of my favorite matches of the show. Uh, I went three and a half stars on it.
0: All right, well, you're not going to get mad about the draw, but I am. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I also, I felt very similar. I really liked the Konami-Tekla interactions. It's sort of good to, in a way, it wasn't great that Tekla was not in the five-star Grand Prix. Uh, You know, it's a bummer that she couldn't do it and get that experience and have big matches and things like that. But it does sort of feel nice to have someone who wasn't in it and now is back. And I'm like, oh, it's so good to see her. Like, it's a new wrestler. It's sort of a fresh, like, oh, here's someone I haven't watched every day for the last three months wrestle. So that's also fun to me. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I was not even on the wavelength of a draw. So the when the draw happened, I I was just livid. <laughs>
1: Flipping tables.
0: I wrote in my Hicked notes... Picked up a couch, threw it outside. I wrote in my notes, come on now, a draw, is my first <laughs> note. And then my second note is, Konami is right there. Of course, Konami is on one side, and my Sakurai is on the other. Just pin someone.
1: And Konami pretty much did take the pin. Like, you know, they... Just it was shy of whatever seconds, but there was a real good chance she was going to get pinned after the uh after Julia got her, you know? Uh,
0: like, I like Konami, I really like Konami, but she doesn't even wrestle full time. Just pin her. Yeah, if she comes back full time by the time she's back. No one's going to remember. Oh, yeah. Remember six months ago when she was pinned once on the mid card of the November 3rd show?
1: Yeah, the crowd just murmuring, just like, oh, look at that fucking loser. <laughs> lost in a in a trios match on the mid-card of a pay-per-view. Can you believe that? Get her out of here.
0: Yeah, well, I would take her seriously, but I can't. She One time she lost, so <laughs> uh, unfortunately, can't do it. Ugh. You know, and it's one of those things where we have all these shows, like this show, where the upper card outcomes are not in question which is seemingly never a problem for them to beat to have these people continuously challenge for titles and lose micah being a big one and yet in the mid card it's like no one can ever lose (laughs) we can't do it the only time you can ever lose is you know the five times a year you challenge for a title and are never successful that's the only time just annoying. I don't want to go into it more because we've talked about this so much and it annoys me every time. <laughs> and I should be like you, and I should be zen about it and just realize it's part of the fabric of the company. But it, I can't get over it.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, this what it was just like it, it. I once I realized it was happening, it was just like, oh man, oh, okay, I guess, fine, Rossi, fine.
0: The next match was our first of four title matches for the SWA undisputed world women's title. The champion, Mayu Iwatani, defeating the challenger alpha female in 11 minutes and 7 seconds. Uh, This really felt like some old school stardom. I said it last episode, (laughs) felt like it again watching a good wrestler try and get a match out of a bad wrestler. Um, but also on a positive note, a good reminder to myself that for a period of time in the past few years, we did get fairly spoiled with good talented foreigners, you know, Tony storm, Jamie Hayter, you know, B. Priestley. I wasn't crazy about, but she did have talent in the ring. Uh, and just, But just a reminder of, like, before that, it was such a dark period of, like, these foreigners coming in that were just not going to have good matches. I thought this was fine. I thought Mayu worked really hard to make it good. I was, I'm not invested in any way in alpha female. And, of course, now Mayu has dropped the SWA title in a weird decision, by the way. Something else I wanted to talk about. She's challenging for the IWGP women's title. So she says, I'm going to drop the SWA title to focus on the IWGP title. Shouldn't she win that title
1: first? You would think. Like, logically? I kind of figured at some point Mayu was just going to stop bringing the SWA title with her to places, and then they would just quietly ne- just stop talking about it, and we would all forget it have ever existed.
0: What was the last... Okay. What was the last title in Stardom that went away? I can't I'm, remember cuz I'm, I'm going to look this up. Talk about say something funny while I look this up on Cage Match.
1: Okay, well I'll just talk about this man. Oh, actually no. Uh so Alpha Female looks like she would reply to Elon Musk on Twitter and say thank you for all the work you've done.
0: Um, the answer is, I don't think they've ever, well, they, well, no, I don't think they've ever had a title that they got rid of. Is that right? Okay. According to cage match, all of their titles are active. You know, the SWA title is now vacant, but it is still an active title. Um, so I don't know if there is one. For some reason, it feels like there's one that I'm forgetting. If there is one, let me know.
1: Um, I feel like there might have been some titles that were brought in and defended, but were never, like, officially stardom titles.
0: Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. And, of course, the high-speed title was very... Anyway. Anyway, uh, a match. What do you think of the match?
1: Uh, I think it I think it was better than the Kyrie match. Maybe. Uh, still not very good. I went two and three quarters on this one. I looked back on my notes from the previous show. I went two and a half on the Kyrie match. So this one was better, but only by a, a tiny little bit.
0: Going the At least going the right way and not the wrong way. Yep. Uh, the next match was the Goddesses of Stardom title match. The Champions... Natsupoi and Tom Nakino retaining their title successfully against the Oedo Tai team of Momo Watanabe and Starlight Kid. Uh, another match I thought was mostly fine. I really liked most of all the Starlight Kid Natsupoi stuff, which is not surprising because I've liked their matches in the past. I thought yeah. that was the best part of the match, and that's what I thought.
1: Yeah, no, that was definitely the highlight of the match is the rekindling of that feud. I, I think I said this in the last episode. I don't like Natsu Point and Tom as a team. Like I just, and it's not even like as a wrestling, like from their in ring, I don't like them together as people. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I, I hate the entrance. I just hate that they're friends now. Like I, Everything about it rubs me the wrong way, and I really, really don't like it.
0: I don't think you talked about this last episode because I feel like I would have remembered it.
1: Yeah, like, I hate their stupid dresses. I hate the stupid song. Like, they just seem so far up their own asses about being super good friends now i hate it i hate it so much i hate how natsu Boy turned on dana del mundo to join the, the cosmic angels and now with her new best friend tom like i don't i don't know they just it i hate it i don't i can't even really like explain why but it just all of it just rubs me the wrong way and i want any team they go against to beat them i was very upset when Wado Tai lost i knew they weren't gonna win but i wanted them to
0: well, speaking of things where we dislike. Oh, boy. The next match for the Wonder of Stardom title saw Saya Kamatani defeat Mina Shirakawa in 20 minutes and 35 seconds to retain her title. Let me say, before we get into the actual part of this match, I thought Mina looked good in this match.
1: Mina thought, looked great in this match.
0: I thought she had a lot of cool things. She had that great forearm at one point that was very loud. Uh, the very cool implant DDT from the top which I thought was great. But look, what are we going to talk about in this match? The thing that of course we're going to talk about in this match. I have said, we have said, I think both of us have said multiple times on this show, multiple episodes, go back and listen to probably any big Sayakamatani title defense. We have said the Phoenix splash is going to hurt someone because she does not do it properly. And guess what? Here it was. It finally did it. And it happened. And frankly, it they got out of it fairly scot free. They got fairly lucky. Yeah. But to me, this is an indication like stop doing this.
1: She's got to retire this move.
0: Like, is it going to be a bummer if she has to stop doing the move? Yes. Make it some storyline point. At least have her stop doing it until she can do it in the gym correctly you know, more than two times out of ten.
1: Yeah, because what, like, what was that where they used to do in WWE where if you wanted to do a move like that, they made you do it like a bunch of times in a row <laughs> to prove to them you wouldn't kill yourself or someone else doing it after uh, Billy Kidman landed on his head doing the Shooting Star Press.
0: Yeah, frankly, do that. And I have to say I was spoiled on this match or at least what happened at the end with mina getting kicked crushed. In, the, crushed in the face essentially and then i watched the match thinking okay it's gonna be one bad phoenix flash it wasn't one bad phoenix flash
1: <laughs> it was two of them i had to go back and like after the first one where i was like well wait when did when did she hit her face this wasn't what i saw so i like went back and like made sure i saw it right i'm like huh and then she did the other one where she heard her like, how did no one talk about her fucking it up twice in a row? Because <laughs> all I saw was her stomping her in the face. No mention of her fucking it up really badly twice in a row. Now, was was the intent for her to hit it twice in a row? Like, is that the initial intent of what was happening there? Or did she know, oh, I didn't connect at all on that first one. I got to do it again. Like, that's, that's what I want to know, is if we're, like, in kayfabe, we're supposed to be like, okay, she hit Mina with two Phoenix Splashes in a row. I mean, I think that has to be the, po- I think that has to
0: be it. Because I think if you miss, because it's not like she's never missed the Phoenix Splash before, or it yeah. hasn't looked horrible. She's done it almost every match. I think I can think of, and I don't even remember who it was against. I can think of one singular match where I thought, oh, she
1: got it perfectly. I couldn't believe when I saw people being like, oh, she normally hits this so clean. I can't believe this would happen. And it's like, what the fuck are you watching? She almost kills people regularly with this move. And then she finally smashes someone in the face and they're like, oh, she must've got her bell rung. I don't know what happened in the match to make this happen. It's like, she's just not good at the move and she needs to stop doing it. Yes, Jesus Christ. Like, I've said before, I'll say it again, Saya needs to be retrained. She has so many bad habits. Fucking send her to Taka. Have Taka train her from the ground up, because there is talent there, I will say that for sure, but I don't think she's good. She wants to do things that she cannot do. She does not have the skill level to do them, and she keeps doing these fucking Kota Ibushi cosplay matches and is shit at them. And people throw flowers at her being like, look at all these great matches. They suck. Her matches fucking suck. And she's going to hurt someone really bad if she keeps this up.
0: Yeah. And I think that is the most, you know, the matches, whatever. They could be good. They could be bad. The most important thing is, and I am not a person who operates on the level of being, you know, like the safety police on this stuff mostly everything in wrestling is agreed upon. You know, when you're doing something, when you're doing, for example, shoot headbutts is a huge one. A lot of people don't like them. Fine. My opinion on them is if there are two people standing in the ring and they say, we're going to do a shoot headbutt, headbutt, one person is saying, that's fine with me, and the other person is saying, that's fine with me.
1: Yeah, fucking go shibata yourself all you want. Like, that's fine. When... Kota
0: Ibushi does some wacky thing and people are like, oh, he's landing on his head. He's doing that to
1: himself. Yeah, any any of the Ibushi-Naito matches, just people just crushing pearls in their hand. They're clutching them so hard watching these two like, oh my God, they're dumping each other on their heads. This is so unsafe. How can they do this to my little baby boy, Kota Ibushi, who's only 12 years old? And then they're watching this and seeing Saya fuck shit up constantly. And they're just like, wow, she's great. No notes.
0: And to me, with the Phoenix Splash, you have someone, your opponent, in probably the most prone position that you can get in a wrestling ring. Where you're essentially lying there waiting for her to come down high velocity on top of you. And there has to be some form of I am lying here and I understand that I am not going to be worried about having someone's knee come down in my face and break my nose, bust my teeth, knock me out, X, Y, Z. So many things could happen. And the fact that, frankly, I am shocked that this is the first time that this has happened.
1: Oh, yeah. Like there, there's, it's... Like the odds of this being the first time she's really stomped someone in the face doing this are just astronomical. Like I cannot believe that we've avoided this as long as we have. And like I
0: said, if it keeps going this way, we've now seen that she can injure someone. It's going to be a worse injury.
1: Oh, yeah. And I give Mina all the credit in the world because she kicked out at too. Like, this was clearly not the finish of the match, but then I think it was Daichi who was the ref, was just like, no, it's three. We're done here.
0: <laughs> well, and everyone in the arena knew it, too, because the arena was dead quiet. Yeah. There was no reaction on the finish. There was no reaction after with people running in the, you know, dashing in the ring as they should have. Yeah. You could I tell enjoy... that something was
1: wrong. I liked, like... When Rossi handed her the belt, his face was kind of like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> like, why'd you just stomp on her like that?
0: <laughs> Rossi's having a uh, Rossi's having a tough two weeks with this, and then his favorite Chen Yoda being barred from oh, stardom. That sucks
1: so much. Which we I didn't even that. talk about. <laughs> That's That's so shitty. Like, I I really feel so bad for her. Like, she could have had a great spot in this company, and then some advertisers just like, oh, no, we can't have that. What if the kids Google her? I'm going to uh,
0: find out who that sponsor is and send them the um, Cosmic
1: Rules matches and see if there's
0: anything that they can do.
1: Yeah, like, what the... How are they just like, this is fine. But I don't, ugh, whatever, like. Eh. Anyway,
0: and, back to the point at hand, Sayakamitani should stop doing the Phoenix Splash.
1: She It needs to be retired. Like, she clearly fucked it up twice in a row and hurt Mina on the second one. Like, it, call it a day. It's done.
0: Like, if she constantly missed people, I would also say that she should stop doing it. Oh, yeah. But out of the fact that it looks stupid. Yeah but more importantly she cannot be coming down and injuring people with this move do yeah. any other of 5 billion drop someone on their head like everyone else in this company does yeah. for a finish it's fine yeah she can still jump over the ropes she can still do the running shooting star which sometimes doesn't work but at least if it doesn't work there
1: she's only hurting she's herself she's only
0: hurting herself which i don't want her to get hurt no. But if she's insistent on doing this stuff, do that.
1: Yeah. Like, and the th- the thing is, I up until this point, I enjoyed this match quite a bit actually. <laughs> this was probably one of my favorite Sia matches of the year. Like I I really enjoyed just the the pace the match was wrestled at. I thought Mina was great here. I loved all the legwork she was doing. And and then yeah, it just shitty awful ending. So that was the semi-main
0: event of the show. The main event for the World of Stardom title, the Champion Shuri defeating Micah in 25 minutes and 56 seconds. Kelly, what did you think of this main event match?
1: Um, I thought it was decent. It was a little longer than I would have liked. Uh, I thought an appropriately beefy match between these two. Uh and they kept things interesting, even though the ending was never in doubt. It wasn't like something you need to see like nothing on this show is something you need to see but i but I liked it well enough. I went three and three quarters on it. uh what do you think of the the main
0: um I thought it was fairly good as well. I wasn't super invested um in it just because I didn't really have any doubts on the outcome, but I thought it was. Fairly good. It was sort of like this whole show. It was sort of like many of these matches where I thought it was fine, but I wasn't all that super invested in it. I wasn't all that grabbed by the in-ring stuff, but I didn't think it was bad. I just sort of thought it was a match.
1: Yeah. It, it happened. It was decent. I'll never think about it again. So that was our review of
0: the November 3rd Hiroshima Goddess Festival from Stardom. Stardom has also been running their goddess tag league. The standings are as follow in the red goddesses block. Currently leading that block is the Mafia Bella team of Julia and Tecla with four points. In second, karate brave, the team of Suri and Tomoka Inaba with three points. Three teams at two points, Tom Nakano and Natsupoy, Utami and Saya Kamatani, and Saki Kashima and Fukigen Death. Momo Watanabe and Starlight Kid with one point. And Mayu Iwatani and Momokogo have not had any matches as of the time we record it. They do have a show tomorrow so these standings will change a little bit and bringing up the rear i'm so sorry to tell you kelly with zero points oh and two so far in the tag league my sakurai and lady C, the team of my fair lady
1: this whole tournament's bullshit
0: in the blue goddesses block two teams with four points the fwc team of hazuki and koguma and the bmi 2000 team of natsukatora and ruaka both with 4 points nanai takahashi and yu with 3 points azumi and miyu amasaki mika and himika and saki and wakasukiyama with 2 points then with 1 point mirai and amisore and bringing up the rear with no points Saya, Ida, and hanan So that is what's been going on in stardom in the last two weeks. A bunch of shows happening, not a lot of major stuff in the other companies. Seedling just had a show on November 12th. Oz had one on November 6th. Tokyo Joshi had a show on November 6th as well with a debut of Himawari, a wrestler who was briefly, uh, briefly appeared in Actress Girls uh, before making the jump to Tokyo Joshi. Kelly, I believe you've got some YouTube recommendations for Sendai Girls.
1: Uh, yeah, they recently uploaded some stuff from the uh, oct- er, yeah October 1st and 2nd shows. Uh, and I'd like to recommend Dash Chisako versus Maria from the first show. And then the Eureka Oka versus Riku Kaiju, Riko Kaiju opening of the second show. Uh, those are both really good. You can get through The two of them in like 20 minutes. Uh, In particular, I really loved the Oka versus Kaiju match. I went three and three quarters on that one. So definitely check that out. But yeah, they're just both on YouTube. Uh, I mean, they're over a month old. But hey, they're new to you. New to me. Check them out.
0: Ice Ribbon had four shows in two days at Tokyo Dome City Hall. The highlight there, Seiria, no retaining her Ice Infinity title over now Ishikawa, and in Wave, AEW superstar Hikaru Shida retained her Regina DeWave title over Yuki Miyazaki. That is everything that's been happening in the last two weeks. But what is coming up? Let me tell you. What is coming up is a lot of big shows. We will start. With Stardom, Stardom, a ton of big shows coming up. The first, on November 19th, the next big show, Gold Rush, will be happening. O- card opening, Lady C and Miyu Amasaki versus Saeida and Momokogo versus Natsuka and Ruaka in a three-way tag match. Mika and Himika will take on Nanai Takahashi and Yu as part of the tag league as well in the tag league momo watanabe and starlight kid will take on saki kashima and fukigen death
1: that'll and... probably actually be really fun
0: <laughs> over over under kelly on that match 3 minutes
1: oh well i don't i, I think over because you got to do the big pose with all them smoking and reading the newspaper <laughs> and that could take some time to set up So I'm going to say over three minutes, but not by much.
0: All right. And then we have a very interesting concept, the Moneyball Scramble.
1: This sounds like some old school 2007 Ring of Honor.
0: (laughs) The Moneyball Scramble. It is two rounds in the first round. uh, All three-person teams, Mayu Iwatani, Hazuki, and Koguma will take on Mirai. Amisore and Tomoka Inaba, and then on the other side, Julia Tekla and Mai Sakurai will take on Tom Nakano, Natsupoi, and Waka Tsukiyama. The winners will face off against each other in the money ball scramble, where tables, ladders, and chairs are permitted. There will be a money ball hanging from the ceiling, which can be raised or lowered by a button in the corner. The winning team will get to keep the money in the money ball. This weird, this weirdly seems like a match that should be on showcase in Stardom.
1: 100%. I don't know why this is on on a main show.
0: (laughs) I find this whole, I find the whole concept of this show a day before a gigantic other show. Very bizarre.
1: I don't get it at all like and why you're doing so you're doing a, a TLC match you're doing Saya versus Kyrie and Utami versus Siri like that's all physically demanding stuff why would you put any matches on the show the next day at risk in this way I I cannot find the logic in this <laughs>
0: All I can say is if Mayu Iwatani makes it through to the Moneyball Scramble round, you know she's going off a ladder or going through oh, a table yeah. or something the day before. I mean, I guess they could lose in the first round, but the day before a huge, gigantic main event. Very strange. I don't I
1: don't get it at all. <laughs>
0: um, I am very fascinated to see this Moneyball Scramble. It sounds very weird. Uh, definitely unlike anything they've done, uh, it, I, uh, yes, I don't really understand the principle of raising and lowering the ball. So it's like a ladder match, but not because you can just lower the ball.
1: Yeah. And so I, I assume the button in the corner is going to be like in the, like current blast death matches where you hit the button to make it. So the bat will explode when you hit someone with it. You know, I I assume it's that kind of principle.
0: Oh, it could be a thing where you hit it and it starts lowering. And then once you hit it again, it stops.
1: That's my guess.
0: But wouldn't you just be like, Hey, let's all agree. Let's not worry about the ball coming down. Let's put it at a level and just keep it there. (laughs) (laughs) Like, can we all agree? Yes. Good. Moving on. Uh, let's have a ladder match. Uh, very bizarre, but uh, I am intrigued. I will. Ad- I will admit. Then we get to the top of the card, the business end of the card, with three title matches. Azumi will defend her high speed title against Momoko Hanazono. I'm looking forward to this one. Some new blood in the high speed division. And I think Azumi's been having great matches. this one, based on the way that they've laid out the card on the stardom website, should be near the top, so it may get a little bit more time than these matches sometimes do when they're at when they're opening the show. So I think this could be really good. I think this could be a show stealing match
1: and uh I saw what you did there uh with some new blood from New Blood.
0: Oh, I didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> uh yes i did of course i meant to do that of course you're smart uh i'm always thinking about these things
1: (laughs) my guess is this won't be as high up on the card as it looks because i would assume the moneyball scramble finals won't be immediately after the round one matches that is true you are right about that so it'll probably i wonder if they'll do the moneyball scramble before the tag league matches I mean, I should say the the round one before the tag league matches. Do the tag league and the high speed, and then the TLC match.
0: What they should have done is have the money ball scramble, both the first round money ball scramble matches happening in two rings simultaneously. Yes, and then and then, the then you winner- go to a
1: third ring for yeah. <laughs> for the uh, money ball scramble match itself.
0: That's right, which is somewhere else. Yeah, and so the whole crowd has to run to watch the other. <laughs> <laughs> oh we're full of great ideas here yep uh then the semi-main event a not a rematch but a match that was supposed to happen a few months ago that did not end up happening and is happening here on this show right before a big show saya kamatani will attempt to make amends for the injury to mina Shirakawa defending her wonder of stardom title against kairi Kyrie, two big matches in two nights. Kelly, what do you think of this one? Does Kyrie emerge wonder of stardom champion?
1: I don't know. Like, do you think there's a possibility she wins both matches and they unify the IWGP with the wonder of stardom title?
0: Oh, I hadn't thought about that. I find, so I find this whole thing very strange because I thought back when they were originally supposed to have the match, I thought that there was a good chance that Kyrie would win.
1: That's what I thought too.
0: But it feels, so now I have two weird feelings. It is very weird to me that Mayu gave up the SWA title before winning the IWGP title Which makes me feel like, oh, Mayu's winning, and they've just sort of messed up and given it away. But then I'm like, but that can't be it. And then I'm like, well, would Kyrie win the Wonder of Stardom title? And if she does, would she then win another title? It's just very strange. And I... Because I think the, I think they said the purpose of these IW, the IWGP women's title is to be defended on New Japan shows. Yeah. So it wouldn't make a lot of sense to me to unify them because then you're losing the Wonder of Stardom title, which I also think has been useful in sort of elevating people a level below the top world of stardom level. And I think you would lose that. And clearly from Mayu versus Kyrie, that is not the goal of the IWGP women's title. Obviously, I'm sure that the goal there is to have someone popular who non-Joshi fans will want to watch wrestle. uh,
1: Yeah. Essentially.
0: But it's just weird because I don't know. I don't know if the plan changed because the match got delayed. I don't know.
1: I th- Kyrie has to win one of these, if not both. I don't think you can beat her twice in a row, to like this. So if Mayu's winning the IWGP, I think Kyrie has to win this one.
0: Yeah, and I just think I am thinking Saya has had the title for a long time. If Kyrie does for
1: a long time.
0: If Kyrie doesn't beat her, who does? Yeah. And I don't know. I don't really have anyone. I mean, I guess you could just elevate, you know, you could be like, oh, it's I don't know, uh Himika. Waka. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, Waka. Uh but there's no one that's really calling out to me as like, ah, they're ready for the next I mean it could be Mirai, but we've already sort of been down that road, so it would probably take a second to get that again. Like, to bring it around and be like, okay, she's challenging again, and then she's gonna win? I don't know. So I think... Yeah, I,
1: th- I think, I think Kyrie. Kyrie's probably winning here. I also don't... I'm afraid of how this match is gonna go, because Kyrie is kinda injury-prone.
0: Well, she's it's... mainly been injury-prone from other people injuring her, which... Exactly.
1: <laughs> So I'm a I'm a little worried about how this one is going to go, and it's absolutely not a match that I would have booked prior to Kyrie main eventing a show the next night.
0: The main event of this show for the World of Stardom title, Shuri taking on former champion Utami. Kelly, do you think Utami... Gains back the world of stardom title before not a Julia challenges.
1: Not a chance. Interesting. Because I, what, why would you not do Siri versus Julia? Like the because story to me, is here's perfect.
0: my here's my thing. It was originally going to be Utami versus Julia if Julia had not gotten injured and had won the five star in 2021. Do you True. just go back and say, I mean, I guess you wouldn't want to change it because then new Tommy would be winning the title and immediately losing the title again. Yeah,
1: that's not great. Um, so yeah, just maybe the, I've the talked story, myself out the of The story is right there with Siri versus Julia with Donald El Mundo splitting and the God's Eye split. Like it's the story is right there. And if you don't do that, what a waste.
0: Yes, I talked myself into Utami winning and I just talked myself (laughs) out of it. So that was uh, (laughs) that was good.
1: Like this match is undoubtedly going to be great because their matches always are. But it's just kind of a bummer that like Utami has zero percent chance of winning. So I, I don't know. I'm kind of bummed to see that that happen. But either way, it'll be an awesome match.
0: So that is the November 19th Gold Rush show. The very next night. The I also realized when I was writing out our notes for the show. How do you pronounce the name of this show, Kelly? Uh,
1: historic Crossover.
0: Okay. Because <laughs> I've only ever seen it with the X, and I've never heard anyone say the name of the event out loud. So I'm like, it is Historic Crossover, right? Not Historic X-Over.
1: You'll see a lot like in Japanese stuff with either the X is just not pronounced at all or the X is cross. Like there is a video game series that was on the 3DS where it reads as Project X zone, but it's Project Cross Zone because it's a bunch of different like game franchises coming together and it's like this weird little beat em up thing. But I digress. It it's it's cross.
0: Great. There's some uh quick Japanese lessons there. That's what I assume, but I just, re- it's one of those things where sometimes with wrestling, you've never actually heard someone say some of these yeah. things out loud. And you're like, it is this, correct? <laughs> anyway, historic crossover, a crossover show, the first crossover show between New Japan and Stardom. Here's the card. We'll fly through the entire card, but we will, of course, pretty much skip over the non Stardom stuff. The opening match, Oscar Lube, <laughs> Kosei Fujita, Yohei Oaiwa, and Yuto Nakashima will take on Kevin Knight, Gabriel Kidd, Alex Coughlin, and Clark Connors in the first official match of the night. Tomohiro Ishii, Yoshihashi Yo, and the returning, for now, Leo Rush will take on Evil, Yujiro Takahashi, Sho, and Dick togo in the first stardom match of the evening saya kamatani azumi and lady c will take on himika tekla and my sakurai kelly any thoughts about this match just feels like a get some people on the card match
1: it's there um and i think it's kind of telling for what might happen the previous night with saya being so far down the card interesting And also, the next match in this is also very telling of what will happen in the match the previous night.
0: You're very right. The next match, the first mixed match, and I will say it was announced that all of these mixed matches will be under mixed tag rules and not intergender uh, rules, which makes me incredibly less excited for the show. It will be the team of Tom Lawler, filthy Tom Lawler and Suri taking on Zack Sabre Jr. and Julia. Let me tell you not a huge Tom Lawler fan. And the fact that these are mixed tags has me much less excited for this match.
1: I appreciate that Tom Lawler is a stardom super fan. So this must be like super cool for him. <laughs> so I'm happy for him in that regard. And again, like I said, you got Siri and Julia on opposite sides here. i Come on.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I just wanted to see Shuri and Zack Sabre Jr. do some uh, technical. Yeah. um, Fiddle faddle. What if
1: they just (laughs) say screw it like Shibata did in the match with uh, the Ren and they just say, all right, who cares? We're doing it.
0: Kelly, the sponsors won't be happy.
1: You know what? You can get new ones. Sponsors come and go. The next match... Call up Boat Race. What are they doing? (laughs) The
0: next match, an eight-person tag match. Taichi, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, Tom Nakino, and Natsupoi will take on El Desperado, Duki, Starlight Kid, and Momo Watanabe. Um, Again, it's so weird to describe these matches and previews these matches now because I'm like... All we're going to be seeing is essentially a Tom Nakano Natsupoi versus Starlight Kid and Momo Watanabe match, yeah. which we just saw. Um, this
1: should be Despie and Starlight Kid versus Jun Kasai and Tom.
0: It should just be, I want to see, you know, Starlight Kid Russell Taichi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next match... Hiroshi Tanahashi and Utami Hayashishida will take on Hiroki Goto and Micah. Very interesting.
1: That is like the perfect team.
0: Yeah, Hiroki Goto and Micah. I was like, oh, yeah,
1: Hiroki Goto sp- and Micah. It's the meme of the Spider-Mans pointing at each other.
0: <laughs> so another match that should be uh, should be good. I don't know. Some of this I'm like, now that it's mixed, I'm sort of like, yeah, we'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, The next match, Shingo Takagi, Tetsuya Naito, Sanada Bushi, and Hiromu Takahashi will take on Mark Davis, Kyle Fletcher, TJP, Francisco Akira, and Gideon Gray. Let me tell you, I have never watched a Gideon Gray match in my life, and it will not start with this show.
1: Yeah, I haven't either. But you know what I did watch? I watched the video of Hiromu trying to break the world record for zipping up and down his fly uh, the most amount of times in 30 seconds. Did he get it? I don't think so. <laughs> there was no, like, counter going when I watched. But, like, I don't know. I He seemed to be not be the most thrilled when he was finished. Like, he thought he didn't do as well as he wanted to. I did enjoy like you could see it like he was going for it and like he would like scream out in pain because his arm was getting sore.
0: (laughs) The next match Kazuchika Okada Toriyano and the great Muda will take on Jeff Cobb, Aaron Hanare and the great Okan. The semi main of the show will Osprey will defend his IWGP US title against shooter Shota Umino, and the main event of the show for the IWGP women's title to crown the inaugural champion, two stardom legends, Mayu Iwatani and Kyrie. We already talked about it, but Kelly, make your final choice. Who is going to win? Who is going to become the first IWGP women's champion?
1: I think it's Mayu she she got rid of the SWA title. Kyrie's probably beating Saya. I mean they could do Kyrie as a double champ, but I, I think I think it's Mayu.
0: Alright, you went Mayu, so I'll go Kyrie. So one of us will be right and one of us will be wrong next episode. All right. <laughs> and we will have to see, but should be a great match.
1: Yes, uh, I'm like both of the top two on that show, like that and the Osprey versus Umino should be really good.
0: But that is not all for Stardom for the next two weeks. On November 26th, Stardom in Showcase Volume 3. I don't know if they call them volumes. Uh, Stardom in Showcase 3 will feature the following matches. Hazuki and the returning Natsu Samire will take on Natsu Katora and Saki Kashima.
1: I love that. That's way to past versus way to type present.
0: Uh, Tora and Kashima attacking Sumire at a bar, which is that is the backstory for this match. The prominence team Suzu Suzuki, Risa Sara, and Haragi Karumi will appear to take on the Cosmic Angels team in a hardcore match. Azumi. Koguma, Starlight Kid, and Ram Kaichou will appear in the now staple, I would call it. The staple of the Stardom and Showcase. The Falls Count Anywhere match. Hell yeah. Should be another fun one. Then Utami, Hina, and Mirai will take on Mika, Mayu Iwatani, and Hanan in a Judo Jacket Rules match. Okay. <laughs> what does that mean? Don't know. Uh, assuming it will, maybe they will be, everyone will be in geese. Maybe. Uh, there are quite a lot of people in the match who do wrestle that sort of style. Not
1: Mayu. Maybe uh, when you tag, you have to take off the jacket and hand it to whoever's tagging in. Uh,
0: maybe. <laughs>
1: maybe. It's like, uh, when you'd see when people had to go to a restaurant and it's like, oh, you need to wear a jacket and you have to rent one. It's like that.
0: Yeah, the word jacket is throwing me off here. Maybe it, it's a... For some reason, the word jacket is making me think of straight jacket. So maybe you're in a gi, and the goal is you have to tie your opponent up and like turn the gi into a straight jacket.
1: Oh, so this is the horny match of this show.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Just my idea. Uh, Rossi, feel free to use it.
1: There is no horny match on this show, is there? Good. Uh,
0: not as of now, no. Good. I mean, I think the Cosmic Rules, I guess, came to a storyline conclusion. Good. I guess. Uh, but a storyline that is continuing is this storyline. The Donna Del Mundo team of Julia, Tekla, and My Sakurai will take on Nanai Takahashi, you, and the mysterious, once again, Shingami Mask. Who will it be this time?
1: Uh, who's to say? Um, maybe Hiroyu Matsumoto? <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, not a bad guess. Not a bad guess as you sort of sigh it out, r- resigned.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's like, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, what? what's a good... Eh, what if it's alpha female? Who else wrestled in...
0: Um, who else wrestled in stardom in like 2015 that's still wrestling in japan it'll be caitlin diamond uh,
1: rebel Kell.
0: oh man if only uh it'll be chelsea not chelsea green the other chelsea uh what's oh santana garrett's back in wwe right
1: i did, think so did
0: i make that up she's a coach now i think yeah that sounds right who else um uh, Vi- did Viper get fired from WWE UK NXT UK whatever
1: no she's like on main roster
0: oh yeah that's right she's Dewdrop. yeah <laughs> I forgot about that I don't watch WWE so uh forgive me but anyway it could be well many people uh maybe it will be maybe it'll be Shen Yoda Shen Yoda and it'll be yeah. like take that it'll be a double swerve I hope so uh, and also, Stardom has two
1: Tag league shows. <laughs> I bet they do. Uh, I'm to watch them.
0: Seedling has two shows on November 20th. Nothing announced for those shows yet. Also coming up, Tokyo Joshi has a Korokin show on November 27th. All Rise 22. Only one match announced. And Kelly, it's a big, big match. Yuka <laughs> Sakazaki will be defending her title for the first time in this reign against the great foreigner, Billy Starks. Oh boy. Did you ever think we'd be on this show pre- previewing and then reviewing Billy Starks matches?
1: Buddy. I certainly did not, but you know what? I give her credit. Cool booking for her. great learning experience. I 100% don't think she should get a title shot, but you know what? This is what you need to do as a young wrestler to grow. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy for her.
0: I hope the match is good. Of course, as I always hope Billy starts will be arriving. There is a show on the 20th. Tokyo. Joshi has a show on the 20th. Billy starts. will have a match on that show as well. Uh, has not been announced who she will be facing yet, uh, but that hopefully will be announced soon. As well as the rest of the All Rise 22 card, the only thing announced so far is the main event. Speaking of Korokin Hall, Sendai Girls has a big show on November 20th at Korokin Hall. The top three matches, Mika Iwata versus Sayori Ano, Chihiro Hashimoto and Yu will take on Unagi Sayaka and X. And the main event, a Kelly match if I have ever heard of one. Hell yeah. Dash Chizako and Asami Kodaka will take on Asuka and Jun Kasai in a
1: hardcore match. Dude, that match fucking rules. I'm so excited for it. Like, come on, This is this is what I want out of my wrestling. Let's go.
0: Kelly fired up. Hopefully we will review that show next time. Also another title match happening in wave Saki and Hikari Shimizu, the tag champions will be defending their tag team titles against Risa, Sarah and Akane Fujita. So lots coming up in the next two weeks on the next episode. We will hope to review all of this stardom stuff, the Tokyo Joshi show and the Sendai girl show. Kelly, anything else you want to add?
1: I went to the movie theater on Godzilla Day, the most blessed holiday, and saw Godzilla against uh, Mechagodzilla, and it was a great time. Uh, We got a nice little message from Toho's chief Godzilla officer, who thanked us for coming to see the movie. Uh, And I I hope they do another showing of some Godzilla movie next year.
0: Now, Kelly, have you seen the movie Weird yet?
1: Uh, no. What's that? The Weird Al story. Oh, yeah. No, I have not seen it. Ha- have you? I have seen
0: it. It did seem like a movie for you. <laughs>
1: um,
0: so I was wondering if you had seen it, but you have not seen it. I did see it. I quite enjoyed it. Okay. I recommend it. If you have a Roku, it's on the Roku channel. Okay. Uh, the only thing that annoyed me is it has a lot of commercials. Oh, uh, Which I think is terrible. And I'm like, look, you're trying to advertise a movie. Just cut the commercials. For now. For the first yeah. week. Yeah. Please. Anyway, uh, that's me
1: jumping into the movie pool. Hey, it, uh, always good. Always good to give the people movie recommendations. But that is
0: it for us so we will talk to you again in two weeks time when we'll have a whole bunch of stuff to talk about one of our last episodes of the year we will have that episode the episode after that one will be our year in review and then we will take our yearly break for the holidays and be back for 2023 a brand new year in joshi so until we speak to you again for kelly this is taylor saying so long All the best talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling, crisps, and pornography. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread.